Hello, everyone, or welcome if you're new. My name is Sydney Chandler Monet, and welcome to Perfect Seven Podcast. And I'm so excited to announce that I'm partnering with Save a Girl, Save a World, which is a nonprofit 501c3 organization founded in 2001 at Bennett College that, pr- that provides intergenerational mentoring services at HBCUs for young African American girls and women. Their four pillars are wealth, literacy, and legacy leadership and life skills, career and entrepreneurial development, and health and wellness. Their students are exposed to international and domestic affairs while embracing culture and femininity. And their mentors are equipped to help them with academic support, college readiness, exposure to to the professional world, personal development, and more. Before I introduce today's guests, who are actually a mentors and a mentee of Save a Girl, Save a World, I want to recognize their founder, Ms. Glenda Gill. Glenda Gill has been a strong advocate for our young generation of teen girls for years. She can be recognized for her influence on young girls of color and how she's built bridges to help us succeed. As Ms. Gill puts it, we want to give these girls things that we wish we had. Our goal is to bring out their greatness in them, to let them know that we have their backs. And I want to thank Ms. Gill and Save a Girl, Save a World for the opportunity to share their work. So now to introduce my guests for today, I have Dr. Renee and Ms. Damaris Bannister. Hello. Hi. How are you all today? Awesome. Doing good. I've been so excited to bring you guys on and, you know, working with Save a Girl, Save a World and being part of the She CEO classes and, you know, going to one of their conventions in Atlanta uh, last month. It was an amazing experience. I'm going to go ahead and share what they do so you guys know what amazing people these guys are. I've read their bios, I've done my research, and I'm completely impressed by them. I think you guys can learn from them as well. So starting with Dr. Renee Matthews. Dr. Renee Matthews is the social media doctor prescribing remedies to help you live the life that you deserve. She's the host of the Ask Dr. Renee Show, a weekly YouTube show to motivate and inspire viewers to live the life that they deserve. She's also the host of Out of the Office with Dr. Renee, which is seen on 45,000 plus doctor's offices across the U.S. She also recently penned two books, Mommy, I Can't Breathe, The Modern Guide to Navigate Asthma and Allergies, and No, Renee, You Are Allergic. She has appeared on television shows such as The Oprah Winfrey Show and TV One's News Ones Now with Roland Martin, where she discusses different health topics. In addition to writing about health, Dr. Renee is a social media coach, conducts speaking engagements on social media, branding, motivation, and becoming an entrepreneur. And if you guys aren't impressed already or if your jaws are not on the floor, there must be something wrong or something not clicking because that is a lot and I'm completely impressed by her work and I'm just so inspired by everything that she's done with her time here and you know serving the community and that's I think that's something that we can all do with just with our time here on earth so thank you Dr. Renee for your work it is truly amazing (laughs) and now on to Damaris Bannister Damaris Bannister is originally from Greensboro, North Carolina, where she attended the early middle college at Bennett and first got involved with Save a Girl, Save a World in the 10th grade. After completing high school, Damaris continued her education and graduated from East Carolina University, where she received her bachelor's in psychology on the pre-medical track. After graduating college, Damaris relocated to New York City, where she now serves as an interventionist case planner for the New York Fondland. Apart from working in a corporate setting, Damaris also continues work on her business, Mocha Girls in Medicine. 
an organization can focusing on service, sisterhood, and scholarship. Originally started during college with over 150 members on campus, set to relaunch in the spring of 2022. In the near future, Damaris hopes to continue her education attending medical school to become a doctor specializing in women's health, ultimately focusing on urban communities. Thank you guys so much again for joining me today. I'm completely inspired by your work and, you know, being the, the doctors that you are and just like teaching us like what we can do and like how we can help out in the community. I think it is true, truly amazing. And, you know, I want to commend you, uh, Ms. Damaris, for, you know, wanting to specialize in women's health because especially for women of color, we are not really seen in the spotlight when it comes to like the health world. People don't take us as seriously. People don't take our pain as seriously. And so I want to commend you for the work that you want to do in that field. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to talk about you all's like mentor-mentee relationship. How did you guys get together in that? And how has it been going since you started in the 10th grade of high school? So it's been a few, it's been a while. So how has it been? Well, um, it was, it was, I mean, it's been a great experience. It's been great to always have um, a mentor there um, through each phase of life. Like I've been through a lot since 10th grade. <laughs> so, um, you know, high school graduation, college graduation, career, you know, Dr. Renee has just been a constant, you know, always checking in. Even if we don't talk every day, it's like we have spurts, like a couple months where we'll talk every day and a couple months where we don't talk at all. And it's just like, Mm-hmm. There's always someone, I know if I pick up the phone and call Dr. Renee, she'll be there to guide me, um, especially on my journey to medical school. So college, undergrad, it seems like super scary. And like, if I don't get this right, then um, medical school is like a lost hope for me. But Dr. Renee was the one that was there through that journey to say like, no, that's not how it is. It'll be okay. You know, you can still go and do and be whoever you want to be. Um, so I think that mentorship has, you know, just positively enriched my life. So we got um, put together through Save a Girl, Save a World. So basically what happens is I became a mentor. And when I fill out my application as a mentor, they find out what I do, who I am and all that great stuff. And then um, Damaris fills out her application saying what she wants to do and all this stuff. And so then they partner, they put you together like that. Save a girl, save a world is triads. So we actually have one adult mentor and then we have one college student and then we have a high school student. So there was actually three of us. And so we had a Bennett college student, um, Angelina, and then me and Damaris. So that's how we got put together. We didn't just walk into a room and that's how we got put together. Right. So even before we, you know, before, before we got to the first retreat, we already knew this was who our mentors, mentor and mentees were going to be. Um, and it's been great. And she's right. We'll text sometimes a whole lot. We'll call, she'll call me out the blue and, and, you know, and it's, it's been great. Um, and I think that, um, and, you know, Damaris didn't say this cause she's not going to say, it, but Damaris is a very smart young lady. She graduated early. And so she graduated younger than most from high school and then finished college very quickly too. And that was the thing that, you know, I had to tell her, I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, you, you already are ahead of the curve. (laughs) Could you please slow down? Because she's like, Oh God, you know, she was so worried about Mm -hmm. her college grades, which were far better than mine. And it didn't stop anyone from making me an MD. So, (laughs) so I was like, no, 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 no. 
you're ahead of the curve. Like you're, you're, you're younger than most of the people. I mean, so you don't have to take this crazy course load. You've got time, spread it out. And she, she graduated faster than I did. I did it in five years in undergrad. And she, she was zooming and I was like, no, you don't have to do that. You can you see. Yeah. So <laughs> she did not have she didn't you guys can't see her hair, but like, crazy uh Damaris finished in three years yes I'm and not so, sure how no like, literally I'm so I'm coming up on my 21st birthday December 2nd oh my word I told you I'm like You're I'm, not just, 20. I'm 20 the wow. weight of like the fact that I finished college and when I did like it's really hitting me like okay wait I'm a whole adult in New York and I'm just turning 21 like I can't even drink yet but I pay my own bills <laughs> so, I mean, and then, you know, so it was really, you know, like I said, it was a lot of no Damaris, you're going to be fine. You don't have to do that. Da, da, da. But yeah, it was, you know, it's been great. Um, it, it's just been a great experience or else I wouldn't go back. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. No, that's the thing through college. I needed this. And I think that's one thing that I really wanted to highlight that this mentorship aspect is just like huge for me. That's why I continue to go back throughout college because, I mean, of course, there are some people that, you know, will be apart and kind of fall to the wayside. But when you really need that mentorship, you need the sisterhood and what these women provide in this setting. I mean, you can't help but go back for more. You know, I could have been partying and doing my thing, but mm -hmm. on, in November, I'm going to be either <laughs> in Atlanta, in North Carolina, wherever I go, I'm coming right back. So and I think that is beautiful that you guys have been able to keep this relationship going for so long. I think mentorship is really important and we can talk about the importance of that uh, maybe in the second half, but I can already tell that you guys are really, really close. You guys can feel like you can talk to each other about anything and you know, Damaris, um, you are just like me. I will not like put myself like at some type of status like yeah like I did all this yeah I have my own podcast like I'm not quick to do that I'm really not it's not that I'm like ashamed of it or anything but you know I'm just a bit shy about it and so you know um, finishing college um, and you know I'm, <laughs> and I'm the same way but I will tell you because I am an entrepreneur that was one of the first things I had to learn the first year I did not mm -hmm. have a job everyone was like, but Renee, you do this and you do that. And I was like, do I? Oh, did I? And, mm -hmm. and then I realized that it's if I don't call. do that, those things, I can't, you know, I can't get checks. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay. So I learned how to pitch myself. It's a bit of a wake up call. And people were like, Cindy, you dance 17 hours a week. You have your own podcast you to slow down. I was like, Oh, right. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of calming in a way, but I feel exactly the same way you guys do. <laughs> So since the bios took a minute to read, we are coming up on like the halfway mark of the first half of this episode, but I'm going to go ahead and push that back a little bit just so we can get one more question in. But um, why do you think that, yeah, we can get into this right now. Like, why do you guys think that mentorship is so important? And like, why do you think people sh should look forward to that instead of just, you know, trying to figure things out on their own? Because, you know, when we look for help, we look towards you know, our older generations. Like for me, I look to my mom, I look to my grandma for advice. And, you know, it's not the same as talking to my friend or someone who's like maybe just a year older than me, you know, uh, just 
asking them like, where do I go from here? You know, as our, as we reach each milestone in our lives. So why do you think mentorship is so important? It's important because honestly, why recreate the wheel? If somebody yeah. else has already fallen on their face, then why would you sit there and go do the same thing when somebody mm-hmm. else has already done it? And mm-hmm. I think that I always tell everyone the internet is like the best thing ever because when I started out on my journey, when I was Damaris's age, we didn't have the internet. So I had to find people that would be kind enough. And I have a mentor, Dr. Patrice Harold. If you watch my, um, on my YouTube, the video with me and Oprah the first time, I even said her name and I ended up working there. And so her patients remembered that too, which was so funny. Wow. But, um, and she and I are still very cool. She, and she's also my doctor too, <laughs> wow. my, my but she, um, she was nice enough to mentor me and obviously things change a lot. So even when Damaris goes to med school, things will change from then too. But when, from when she went to med school to when I went to med school, things had changed, but she was able to guide me a bit. And considering I was the only person in my family that went to med school, med school is very interesting. The whole mm-hmm. concept of how you have to apply and all of the residents, all of that is crazy and makes absolutely no sense to anyone else, but the people that have to go through it. Mm-hmm. So I needed that. And so, like I said, because of the internet, you don't have to be blind. You can actually go. And I had a mentor that was in my head and God is good. I finally did meet him in person, but my mentor in my head for a long time was Damon John. And Mm -hmm. then, like I said, God is good. I did finally meet him in person, but you can have mentors like that and you can watch what they do because of the internet. You can easily see, you know, what they did and what they didn't do. Cause a lot of people, all of these things are online. And so I think anybody who, I mean, anyone, everyone needs a mentor. And unfortunately, especially in the black community, not necessarily has your mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, older brother, sister necessarily done the things that you want to do. So that's when you have to look outside and figure out somebody who has done it. Because Mm -hmm. the best way to get something done is to watch someone else do it and then do what they did to get it done. I believe that to be true as well you know just like watching people even it's as simple as like you know going out and just being like I like the way that that person talks or like I think that person just speaks so eloquently I was telling my friend the other day like I really commend them the way like she spoke is like even just like talking with her friends like she just spoke so nicely I felt like I had to compliment her on it but you know just following people in like small ways like that is already a way to better yourself, which I really appreciate. And, you know, I'm really grateful to be a part of like this generation or Gen Z, if you if you will, um, for, you know, like social media and things like that. And like social media is like the best, worst thing ever. I can go on a tangent about that. But um, <laughs> again, like we are given resources that people, you know, from like my mom's generation wouldn't have. And so I'm really blessed that I'm able to connect and reach people like you or like anyone else that I would want to receive like mentorship from or just advice from. So I think that is something great that comes from mentorship as well. Thank you guys for joining me for this fab and we'll be right back after this break. Hello and welcome to Out and About with Antoinette on the Delaware Blogger Podcast. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake. And if you're a new listener, let me tell you what you'll be hearing here on Out and About with Antoinette. 
Each week, I have an opportunity to interview a guest who is from in or around the state of Delaware that is doing positive things in their communities. I will introduce you to them so that they can share their vision and their mission, and then you can share it with others. So stay tuned each week to Out and About with Antoinette. In the meantime, in between time, make sure you subscribe to my blog, dellblogger.com. Find and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Dell Blogger, and on Twitter at Delaware Blogger. And you can see my face in the place on YouTube and IGTV. See ya, it's the DE Diva, AKA the Delaware Blogger. This is Sydney Cherlinet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Dr. Renee and Ms. Damaris Bannister. Again, they speak so well, and I'm so inspired by their work and, you know, everything that they've done with their lives so far and, like, being in the medical field and just teaching and learning from each other. Uh, I think it is an amazing and beautiful thing. So, Save a Girl, Save a World is coming with coming up with their 11th annual virtual summit in 2021. And it's approaching us in November 12th and the 13th. So have you guys experienced their summits before? Like talk about what they had going on and what can like newcomers expect from the summit? So in-person is the best obviously, but because of COVID, you know, we can't be in person. So last year was the first virtual summit, um, our 10th anniversary. And um, we had some phenomenal speakers. Damaris and I spoke and we are speaking again this year. And, um, and we talked about health and actually both of us are a lot lighter than we were last year when we spoke, spoke about health and weight loss. So I think we'll have a lot of uh, juicy nuggets to share with everyone, but um, just amazing speakers. Swag bag is off the chain. They actually mailed them to us. Wow. And I know. <laughs> and so, and the swag bag is always nice when we get there, but it was really awesome that it still was nice, even though we couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just great networking. They have live DJ. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's fun. Um, most people now have experienced virtual conferences. And so mm -hmm. it is an, a virtual conference and it's, you know, it's great. And you'll meet great people, great connections, even though we can't be in person, great connections still. And the content is still just as awesome as when we're together. The only thing missing with being together, of course, is that we all stay at the hotel and we, you know, it's like a slumber party. And so, uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, all those girls and ladies and because even us as the older people, we get together and all in one room and, you know, and talk and laugh and just like the girls do. So it's a great time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Damaris, what would you say about the summit that you really enjoy? Um. Dr. Renee pretty much covered all the bases. Um, you know, of course, the connections that you make, um, you know, me and Dr. Renee, that's my mentor. Um, but there's also other 
you know, ladies there that I've also been able to pull from and learn from. Um, and I think just being surrounded by Black women who are like doing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, There's nothing more inspiring than that. It's honestly. nothing more inspiring. It does like, even if nobody's talking, like it just makes you feel like you can just feel it in the room, mm-hmm. um, which is just, it's always amazing every time virtual in person which of course in person is the best um but nonetheless it's just always a a great time um so yeah yeah, that sounds so exciting. And if you guys are listening to this uh, at the time it comes out, I encourage you to join uh, the Save Girl Saver World. I will, of course, be posting about it so you guys can get more information on that. Uh, again, it's November 12th through the 13th. There's specific times and like depending on where you live and things like that. But like I said, I'll be sending that information out. So I want to talk to you guys about what you're kind of doing individually with yourselves, and then we can get back into that mentorship piece. Uh, so Dr. Renee, you were able to sit down with Oprah Winfrey, hello, and uh, Ronald Martin. And so how did that opportunity change your life? And like, did you feel it was like a pivotal moment for you? I am Oprah Winfrey is definitely one of my biggest and strongest role models. And like, I see a lot of myself in her and like, something that I could potentially do with my career if I continue this kind of media entertainment thing. But uh, what would you guys say, or what would you, Dr. Renee, say was so like life-changing about that, those moments? So um, Oprah, that happened 2003. Yeah, I think that's right. And that was, um, (laughs) I had actually, I hadn't graduated med school yet. I graduated med school in 2005. So that was before I graduated med school. And You know, I always was somebody who just whatever I wanted, I just went after and was like, I'm going to make it happen, whatever I have to do. So when I moved to Chicago, I had only been there maybe like two weeks. And I was like, where is Harpole Studios? So my my friend told me this was before GPSs. This was back when I don't even think my phone had Internet service. No. So I printed a map and I drove over there. And I took pictures with my little flip phone that were horrible. And my oh, mother was like, what are these pictures of? And I was like, Harpo Studios. She was like, you're crazy. I go, no, it took me two <laughs> weeks to get here. I finally made it. And so, um, so fast forward, I moved there in October. I got to the show in April. And I talked to my sister and was like, I'm going to meet Oprah. And I'm going to get a picture with her. So you have to help me. Which, what am I going to say? Because if I don't rehearse it, I will be stumbling over my words and this stutter that I don't have is all of a, good, all of a sudden going to show up. And she was like, okay. So we practiced it and rehearsed it. And if you watch the video, you can see that I did perfectly, just forgot to tell her my name. Oh my. <laughs> I was so mad at myself for that. I could have shot myself in the foot. But it didn't matter. It worked. She called me down. I sat down with her. She talked to me from one commercial break to the next one. She had this death grip on my hand. She wouldn't let go. And it was, I was having out of body experience, but if you watch it, everyone's like, it didn't look like it. I said, well, I was completely having a conversation in my head. I'm surprised that I could hear what she was saying and speak knowledgeably because Mm -hmm. I was seriously having a conversation. So after that day, I told my sister, I now know for certain anything I want, I can have, and I can do because there were people I knew that lived in Chicago. I didn't even, I had just moved there, lived in Chicago and they had never been to the show. 
I attended the Oprah Winfrey show every season. I lived in Chicago except for two, but then I went to the finale at the United Center, which was two episodes. So I said, wow. well, that was my, you know, I did get all of them in. And, um, and so I, I, like I said, that was a feat that no one had done. I actually have two pictures with Oprah and there's two videos of me on the Oprah Winfrey show. And they're both on my channel, um, on my YouTube mm -hmm. channel. And the second one, I told her that I had forgot to tell her my name because I did. <laughs> that's so funny. And I'm, I think that's funny. How, did she ask you? She was like, what was your name? Or did you just like, no, like I, it completely never came up. I was so like, oh my God, I didn't say my name. That's definitely something I would do. Definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But I commend you for your work. And like, that really does go to show you can do anything you put yes. your mind to you know and Even I, though it doesn't I, happen I like you I would like to have my own show so she was always somebody that I looked up to everyone in college knew that I watched every single I watched the Oprah show every day so mm -hmm. anyone that said something was on the Oprah show they like ask Renee she knows for sure because she watched it and so it was just a whole dream come true my parents were in the audience when this happened too so they got to witness this and mm -hmm. it was it was a huge deal and it was pretty amazing and you know, I just, I still am like, I don't like watching myself. So I don't really I don't try to watch it. it but <laughs> I'm like, I did it. And my dad, when I got back to my seat, he goes, you did it. I go, I did. <laughs> That's amazing. And again, I'm the exact same way. Like I get off stage and like, I'm kind of just if like either I did an interview or I was interviewing someone else and, you know, I get off stage and I was like, that was great. I was like, that was a hot mess but thank you. Because <laughs> I try to make it seem like there was nothing wrong, but you know, I guess it's working. <laughs> but that's an amazing Dr. Renee. Uh, congratulations on that. And thank you know, you. being at a status such as high as Oprah Winfrey is something that most people can only dream of and you were able to experience. So well done. <laughs> and Mr. Maris, I want to talk to you about your own business called Mocha Girls in Medicine. Uh, Tell us like a little bit about it. Like what, what do you do? What are you trying to support? Things like that. So Mocha Girls in Medicine started off as a campus organization. Um, you know, we were really just there to uplift minority women who wanted to be in the medical field. Anyway, nursing, doctors, PA, um, any covered all the bases. Um, the reason I started it was because I did come from Bennett. And I came from Save a Girl, Save a World. And I was missing that on this predominantly white institutions campus. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, okay, well, I got to do something. So I started Mocha Girls and it, it actually did really well on campus. Um, you know, we did service learning with the local elementary schools and middle schools um, to get those kids and students in, inspired um, just by seeing us go through our own individual journeys. Uh, we had many a doctors, many a, you know, campus figureheads to come and speak to us and just really inspire and motivate us um, while we were on our journeys as well. So, you know, towards the end, the pandemic hit and uh, it was a lot, but um, I wanted to just take some time and get my bearings, get my feet under myself um, as I start on my journey to medical school. Um, so that's why we will be relaunching next year. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the gist. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, uplifting again, as I was talking about, uplifting minority women, because, you know, people don't want to put us in that light. 
And I want to start that change. I want young black girls to see that African-American women can be in these certain fields and like be seen in these different lights. And so you were doing that just as well. And, you know, I'm just so proud of that. And I think that everyone who is trying to do that, I think deserves some sort of recognition. And, you know, having you guys on today is something that I feel like is doing just that because to me, nothing feels better than being recognized for my work because I'm definitely someone who needs to be, you know, like told that Sydney, you are making a difference because if not, I just kind of feel like I'm doing nothing. So, you know, um, I think that is something that is really important that needs to be shared. So I want to talk to you guys again, back on your mentorship and things like that uh, before we close off part one of this episode, but what is something like the biggest lesson that you guys have probably learned from each other? Oof. It's so many, like throughout the years, like I said, <laughs> me and I don't I can imagine. I'm a sophomore in high school, like I'm, you know, in a totally different place than I was then. So mm-hmm. um, the biggest lesson that I've learned from Dr. Nay is just to be relentless in my pursuit of anything that I want to achieve, like medical school, social media because I you know I've dipped my toe in the world of social media and marketing and that kind of thing um just anything that I want to do just don't stop um she always like whenever we get around you know I'm gonna call it being humble I'm more like reserved and I don't really you know but Dr. Renee always was like no like she puts me on a front street in a pedestal and you know not many people do that like just being honest especially as you're you know, making your way through school and in the world, um, not many people do that. So it's good to get that validation and support and love from, you know, my mentor. So like I said, just being relentless in my pursuit of whatever I want to do and being confident in, after I achieve it, being confident in that, that I do have it is all that, you know, Dr. Nance taught me. Yeah. That's great. What do you think you have learned from Damaris, Dr. Renee? Because I think it goes both ways. It does. I think it really does. Um, I think I've learned, like, I don't have any children yet, but I've learned communication with younger people because I, you know, we've had to communicate. You have to learn the communication styles of the young people to make sure that you meet them where they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, I mean, Damaris, especially this New York City move, I don't know that I would ever do anything like that. And so I'm just like in awe that she's like killing it like that because I I don't think I would do anything like that. (laughs) And my mom says that I live on the edge, but I I don't think that I would have done that. But I'm like, she's killing it. So, you know, I, you know, I just sit here and I'm just like, wow, okay. (laughs) Wow. Again, I think that is beautiful, you know, this mentorship thing, this intergenerational things, you know, going back to, we can all learn something from someone, you know, learn from someone's mistakes, so we don't have to repeat them. And so kind of making our own stories, and then we can make our own mistakes. So then uh, people after us don't have to make those either. So, but again, your stories are both beautiful. And, you know, I've enjoyed our time on this episode so much. And if my listeners want to to hear more, they're going to have to come back for part two. But before we close off this episode, uh, I want you guys to share how they can reach you and then uh, talking about the summit, how the people can uh, register for that. Um, so I am on social media um, at Just Maris, J-S-T-M-A-R-I-S. Um, and then my organization pending 
um, is also on social media at Mocha Girls in Med, and that's M-O-C-H-A-G-I-R-L-S, N, the letter N, and then M-E-D. I'm Ask Dr. Renan Everything, A-S-K-D-R-R-E-N-E-E. So YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, all of it. And then my website's askdrrene.info, I-N-F-O. So if you guys are interested in joining their 11th virtual summit of 2021, you guys can go to com. That is S-A-G-S-A-W-S-U-M-M-I-T.com to register to join their virtual summit. So I hope you guys enjoy and thank you again to Dr. Renee and Ms. Damaris for joining me thus far. And this is perfect timing. Hey, Jay, stay with me.